Jim the DM. Just a heads up, this podcast contains strong language, violence, and terrible production values for the first episode because I'm still learning how to use the mixing desk. And this is The Misadventurers. Welcome, this is The Misadventurers. I am Jim, I'm going to be your DM for the night. What I'm going to do now is introduce you to our playing characters. So, we have... Hi, my name's Ella, I'm playing Delilah. She's a high elf and a warlock. Very excited. Next up is... Uh, hi, I'm Jasmine. I'm going to be playing Gashburz, who is a tiefling barbarian who was raised by orcs. And last but definitely not least... I'm Emily, I play... Samuel, the human cleric, he follows the god Lathander. Yeah. yeah, I will just say actually. So my character is from Fancy Australia. So is... Terra Australis. <laughs> Terra Australis. So I'm. If, if we do ever get any Australian listeners, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm real sorry. <laughs> Before I like butcher your. Yeah, I'll probably have to do a disclaimer as well. Like uh, Samuel, I'm going to be doing an Irish accent, so we will see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Delilah, she's just very rich and posh, so I'm going to be talking a little bit like this, Real, um, and I don't mind offending Southerners because... Oh, okay, then. They deserve <laughs> to be offended. Um. I'm going to try and do all sorts of voices and probably yes. fail while trying, but we'll have fun. Yeah, I mean, that's the yeah. thing. We are definitely going to fuck up. In so many different ways. We're just excited though. So like, but here you are, be along patient for the ride. with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we've been playing D and D like I mean I've been playing for maybe a year or so yeah, about now. Year. We did this one shot um, a couple of summers ago. <laughs> I've been playing D and D since high school. Since I was about maybe no. fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> Like, honestly, we literally, we had an event called the Nerdathon, oh, where we, boy. like, played D&D and had all these different games, and it was, like, a 24-hour stay-awake Nerdathon at my friend's house. I mean, you know, accurate name <laughs> and all. I, yeah, true. You, you knew we, I, you I, we, I, like, I made a video of it and stuff, and, like, we had the thing, it was me on the ukulele, it was like, ding da ding da ding da ding da ding da ding nerdathon Can like, I please see this video? Please. I think it got lost to the ages. What? No, this is terrible and then i've been playing kind of on and off for five six oh since fourth edition first released and yeah fourth edition was awful fifth is good um so yeah i've dm'd a couple like i'm dming another campaign at the D &D campaign at the moment and then i mean we've been playing D D &D together for oh no not so much D &D, meetings and masterminds so before this i ran uh, yeah, so it's before this, I ran a superhero RPG with Jazz and a couple of others. Back in the old days, we were, <laughs> we were all off at different parts of the country. Oh, before yeah. we met the whippersnappers. Oh, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> I hail from humble London. <laughs> that little town. <laughs> I was talking about your age. Oh. 
That's what a whippersnapper is. Wait, a whippersnapper young is a young gun. person. My God, it's too, they're too young to even know yeah. the word whippersnapper. Yeah, a year younger than you, Literally. am I? Year? Oh, Anyways, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Actually, on to D&D. Yeah. Um, so I, God, we all listen to way too many D&D podcasts. So at the first many. Week. Yeah, so so many. Um, kind of almost like a USP. I am weirdly into or massively into like weirder folklore. Um, and decided I wanted to kind of base this campaign around world folklore rather than kind of the usual Tolkien-esque fantasy of... Not saying there's anything wrong with it, it's just... We love a bit of Tolkien. Yeah, we do. I, I am obsessed with Tolkien, but yeah, uh, yeah there's just so much more so folklore much more. out there. And yeah, yeah, I just wanted to see, like... I mean, try it out, really. Yeah, it's well, a bit yeah, of a yeah, yeah. Make something so... new and original. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a bit of flavour text, really, before we begin. Um, basically, the world we're in is loosely based on medieval... The, the, the med, the, the, our, our Earth, but in medieval times. So we will be medieval starting... Earth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fantasy, <laughs> Earth. Fantasy, Fantasy Earth. Fantasy Earth. Oh, yeah. So... In fantasy earth, I'm just calling it the earth. Okay, cool. But so, for example, we're going to be starting. Oh, can we call it Firth? No. no. <laughs> oh. What about ground? I'm sorry. We're not calling it ground. Call it ground. No. Please. No. Soil. Sorry. <laughs> um. Dirt world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really want that. Oh, dirt world. Dirt world. Dirt world. <laughs> what about what about dwelled? Dwell. Oh my god. Well, that sounds like something from like Bill and Ted. Okay. <laughs> so, right, anyway. In the, Sorry, Jim. <laughs> the world. Oh no. Yes. It's taken. It sounds awful, uh, but we'll go with it. Um, we have to. So, <laughs> yes. We're going back to Earth. Basically, like, fantasy folklore was real. Around, about, around 500 years ago, yeah, um, it began to fade. Monsters became myths. Freaky things became folklore, and yeah, the world became boring. Yeah, disappointingly normal. Um, it, it happened. It kept that way for around five hundred years, but in the last five, ten, about ten years, began the bleed, where the um, the the fabric splitting the realities, the worlds, the planes began to thin. Stuff began to bleed through, and uh, slowly but surely, the great beasts of myth and legend are um returning oh can i just say i love how like we live in a world where you've got tieflings and you've got elves and you've got like (laughs) you've got all these different creatures and we're just like we're just like now werewolves are real (laughs) (laughs) don't be ridiculous sharon yeah oh my gosh cool i'm we've heard this for the first time yeah Yeah. very excited i see like like the tieflings, elves are just kind of normal human, dudes. yeah, like your normal dudes. Yeah, but yeah, they're just seen as oh, I'm doing air quotes by the way, people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, all the other stranger, wackier things, not so much until well now. Cool. Um, I imagine, or I know, because I've read their backstories in <laughs> huge amounts of detail. Let's say that way. Um, that. <laughs> 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 At least, like they've all had dealings with, let's say, yeah, dealings with some of this. Oh yeah, yeah, folkloric stuff. Um, so, but we're all set on with the story. So we find ourselves in Renwick, a small village in Cumbria, 
are just before the start of the Pennines at Hazardous Mountain Trail and Trade Route. It is the eve of midsummer, and this usual quiet trading town has become a home of a large and a very exciting Midsummer Eve party. Woo! Traders, entertainers, folks from all over have come over for the celebration, including our Freemus Adventurers. So what we're going to do now is very briefly look at the backstory on how each of you got here. Because uh, as far as I know, you've not met yet. No, we have not. So we'll start with Samuel. So as we've mentioned before, Samuel is a cleric of... I'm a life domain cleric following the god Lathander. And his holy symbol is a wooden spoon that he um, carved the sun symbol onto it because he was just in a hurry on his way out of the house before he left on his adventure. There's only been an adventure. This is his, what, first month adventuring? Oh, yeah, definitely within his first month mm. or so. So you were born and raised on the Orkney Isles? Yep, he's pretty mm. fresh. <laughs> and once, after deciding to leave for his great adventure, he managed to jump on a trade ship, leaving the Orkneys full of wool. I'm so Dubs. proud of him, my boy! <laughs> and um, earned his keep as a bit of a chef bit of a cleaner, and general good boy. People just hire him to be a good boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Sit there I mean, and be good. The way I... Oh, shush you. <laughs> the, way, the way I imagine it is that, like, he just kind of offers his help, and then people are like, uh, do you want to be paid? <laughs> After about maybe a, a two-week trip down following the coast the coast of Scotland, you landed on the Cumbrian shores, and you had nothing else to do, so you decided just to follow this trade route carrying stuff, and just so happened to pass upon the village of Renwick on the eve of midsummer. You're now in a festival on the uh, the grounds of the long-abandoned Hersko Castle. What would you like to do? Hmm. See, I imagine this is probably Samuel's... Oh, it's definitely his first time, like, is it on the mainland? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. So It's definitely his first time on the mainland, so... He's probably pretty excited. I think he just wants to get right into, you know, the festival of it. Like. So this is probably more people than he's seen in his life, I imagine. Oh, in... definitely. He's, this... like, he's a small village boy. This completely. Usually a small village. This is just rammed to the like... rafters with people. Oh, damn. This is, like, normally you maybe expect one, 200 people tops here. Mm. Maybe an extra 20, 30 of traders coming through every day um, to go down the Pennines. But we're looking at probably five six hundred at least oh and see, more and more coming to, um, getting ready for the uh, the sunrise of midsummer i'd say he's really excited about this because he's never seen so many people he's mm. probably a bit overwhelmed but it's it's the city to him <laughs> completely so yeah where would where would he say he's like is there like a main square or something so um the castle it's uh, it's basically within the castle grounds so it is so you've got the the four walls of the what would have been like the ramparts of the castle and then just the inside it is just completely full to ruins. You see like small little mounds of what would have originally been interior walls. But around the outside there's various shops, stalls, set up, bars, places selling food and drink. A couple of a fair few traders bearing in mind they're passing through. And in the middle there's just a, a load of ravelry, a load of partying, and some good fun. I think he just wants to get in on the partying probably. Oh, okay. So um you have a look around and you see Right bang in the centre, there's um, what looks sort of like a almost like a bandstand with a couple of a uh, travelling group of bards, and they're rocking out as well as they can. Mm. And around them is just people mix of watching, happy dancing around, yeah. and just generally enjoying the day. Is there anyone that like sticks out to him? Ooh. I guess he'd be probably looking for maybe someone that's also a little bit uncomfortable because mm. like he's 
out, he is completely out of his depth here. Like, the biggest festival he's been to was a harvest festival in, like, this small town. So he kind of wants someone to talk to that's not, you know... You, you do have a look around and you see, sort of on the outskirts, something you've not seen before, I imagine. Mm -hmm. He's a, you see, like, a tall, probably scaly, okay. almost like walking lizard man. Blood red scales, fairly well built, but you know, obviously not exactly comfortable in this sort of situation. Uh -huh. Okay, well, I'm actually holy shit! <laughs> what is that thing? <laughs> and he like he he looks over to the uh, the guy. Samuel say that out loud to nobody. <laughs> yeah, he probably just like he he has never seen a dragon born before for sure. He's quite excited by this. So he's like, well, that's a, that's a mainland thing. Holy crap. As, must, as you have this sort of existential internal crisis, you see this <laughs> giant scaly figure turn around and screen. That thing is a dragonborn. I'll have you know. He doesn't look much pleased call it being called a thing. Ah, see, I thought he was like on the outskirts and I was in the middle. Oh, dear. <laughs> he um, did roll a 19 for a perception check. Shit. Okay, well, um, oh, well, uh, uh my apologies, please. Um, what's what's your name, may I ask? Troll for a greybeard. Ironically, I don't really have a beard, but family name. Well, it's it's a good name, you know, it's a solid name. Um, <laughs> um. So, what what brings you here to this uh festival? Well, our caravan was, you know, coming through, and we were here. We thought we might as well stop for the night. Who is we? Um, look at the stage. You'll see our lot. What? I, I'm, I'm more the well, the manager. Them, them bards are yours? Oh, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm so sorry for um calling you a thing earlier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do feel quite rude about that. We're, um, we're, we're a thing around it. You will kind of get used to it. I've, um, I'm just very overwhelmed here. I've, I've never really been outside of my town before. Um, it, I suppose you're not a local if you're just a caravan, but... I thought you were a dragonborn. <laughs> I am nervous here. Could you please cut me some slack? <laughs> Sorry. Um, what? So it's pretty sweet. You, you got going here. <laughs> where Where are you from? May I ask? Well, um, are you from forgetting his voice? <laughs> Gruff. Gruff. Oh yeah. Um. Well, we um hail from. You know, down south. Down south, you say? Down south, um, you know, London I, Way. I, oh, London Way, you say? Yeah. I've, uh, I've never heard of the place, actually, ironically. <laughs> well, you know, it's the, the whole capital of Albion. Oh, is it? No. Um, I See, I'm from the, the north, so... Uh, I, I guess from that accent. Not a local one. I see. Um, so, yeah, what's this festival about? I've um, This is my first time on the mainland. Yeah, what's going on here? I mean, you've got the bards up there, but why? Well... I'm assuming you've heard of Albin Heffin. I, I really have not. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's Midsummer, Summer Solstice. Midsummer. Oh, I, I do know Midsummer Solstice. Well, as you can imagine, longest day of the year. Let's celebrate. I mean, hell, yes. Let's do it. You got drinks? <laughs> For you, I'm sure I can read sing out. Oh, sick. And uh, from that, I imagine you two... You wander a bit to the side and he grabs you um, a pint from the cellars. And while you're at that, we move on to... Nice. Gashburs. Gashburs. Um, so you want a bit of background first? Oh, yeah. So as I said, Gashburs is a tiefling barbarian. She was left with slash 
abandoned with, we're not sure, uh, with a tribe of orcs in Terra Australis when she was but a baby. And her parents kind of warned them to not kill her, otherwise they would come back and kill all, the, all of them. <laughs> so the orcs didn't kill her. So basically, yeah, she was raised by these orcs. Her parents never came back, but she kind of didn't really care. Mm. She had a very big orc family, unfortunately, about five years prior to now her tribe was killed whilst her and her other barbarian squad were out training and yeah she wasn't again you know orcs she's about late 30s and orcs live to about 40 so it's not like she's never seen the people she loves die before because most of the people who raised her died by the time she was like 15 Mm -hmm. um but yeah she's so she kind of like just found out who did it got revenge and has been traveling ever since and she's pretty happy with it just kind of uh traveled off o- over from terra australis over loads of different parts of the world and then mm. ended up in albion a couple of underhand jobs here and there that are... so i imagine the reason um the gashford's um tracked all this oh not so much all this ways but taking the detour from her adventure mm. is um the promise of combat uh, i mean possibly yeah yeah there's um as with most of these great festivals great celebrations there's some fighting go on like no so like is there like a bit of a ring oh yeah so you see that in the at the center of the ring there is the grandstand everyone having a big laugh and the dancing and then slightly north of that towards one of the uh, the northern end of the castle there's not so much a ring but sort of an impromptu circle of people watching people beat the living tower out of each other um does it look like that fight is like Again, an impromptu two people having an argument oh, no. and then starting a fight, or like, let's just get a load of people to fight each other. This is the impromptu ring and choose either end ready for us. So um, the, the slightly more illegal one than the than the one further in. Oh no! So the, it's it's not it's not so much illegal or legal. It's just when a group <laughs> just of happening. yeah, it's yeah. when a group of travellers get together. Get a bit drunk. Yeah, <laughs> have a bit of to drink, get a bit falshy. So well, Gashford sees this buys well she's already got a pint downs that buys another downs that and then heads over um before we continue do i do constitutional <laughs> oh boy first, first roll. roll oh my god what if, oh i've got good constitution yeah i can drink Yay. oh no uh, <laughs> did you <laughs> first roll of the podcast and it's a I imagine has drunk a fair bit in their life. Yeah. Um, so you're, I think, Mary might be an understatement. You're <laughs> fairly plastered. Fairly? You... She can't fail. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you decide in your infinite Dutch courage wisdom to stumble over and make your way, not to the back of the queue, oh, but you just, way. it's just a... <laughs> shoving the next person in front out of the way i was literally gonna do that anyway <laughs> so you turn like you turn to the um well you now oh, real that's the point should i mention my weapon i oh, feel yeah. like that's a good so we will actually know yeah, because well. i feel like it's it's you know i feel like it might be mm. necessary basically being a tiefling uh gashbers has horns 
Mm-hmm. And in one fight, at one point in her life, one of her horns got blasted off with magic. And so she attached that to the end of a flail, and that is her main weapon. And you called it? Hornrietta. <laughs> it's literally, it's not even written down as flail on my character sheet, it's down as Hornrietta. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, um, yeah, you just barge into this queue, bowl the, 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 the person in the front of your end out of the way. And this halfling, ro- what you imagine is a rogue, judging by his um, garb, just turns to you, uh, kicks himself up off the ground. You what, mate? I'm sorry, have you got a problem? Well, yeah, I was in this queue and you just pushed me over. I'm sorry, mate, if you were here to fight, you'd already be fighting. Well, no, because <laughs> I have what we call fecking manners. And they play into a fight how exactly? Because they're fighting, then... I punch him. Okay, <laughs> this is combat. Can I, um... initiative? I have a thing called reckless attack. <laughs> on my first attack, I can decide to attack recklessly. I get advantage on oh, melee yeah. weapon attack rolls uh, using strength during this turn, but attack rolls against me have advantage until my next what turn. What I might say is I'm not quite sure I want this to be an entire fight. So this might <laughs> just, just be... Just... <laughs> Oh, it's going for this it. is just going to be. I'll I'll call this a strength contest because you have your thing. I'm going to say it's a strength contest with advantage. With advantage for you. For you. With, oh, for me. Yeah. Cool. Because you, it's basically it's the first strike. Yeah, I'm pretty strong. My roll a one. Sixteen. Thanks. <laughs> what? Three. Oh, <laughs> Unsurprisingly, un- when you are a, t- a halfling rogue versus a tiefling with a flail. <laughs> Him. I oh god, yeah. Well, even just a teepling that's probably at least twice the size. I'm and... quite drunk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. just bowl him. It's like you you pushed him over before. You just he just launches himself backwards. He not like he knocks into a table. Get over it. He knocks into a table and oh no. Like two or three pints just over and. Soak him in dudes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) As well as like the entirety (laughs) of this queue, (laughs) the other queue, and everyone is watching. The fight actually stopped during this confrontation and they're just (laughs) rolling out in laughter. Nice. Nice. You made made a scene. I bow a little bit. Stunning introduction. So now why um revels in her drunken anarchy we're going to introduce character three hi um okay so delilah is a high elf warlock she is from fantasy france i can't remember <laughs> what we called it I, i'm going by gaul 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 okay so she's from the um country of gaul um she's a very high up noble in that country and um she oh, was well, she was. Mm-hmm. Um, certain events happened which led to her kind of unwillingly um, swearing herself to the heir of Frost, which is her patron, and they are like chaotic neutral and used to like have influence on the land. So basically, her parents were like, "You can't stay here." So she had to leave. Um, she left with um, a very close friend of hers, and um, they went and they crossed the border to. Maybe Dover. Oh, yeah. Like fantasy white. Dover. Fantasy yeah. Dover. Are there fantasy <laughs> yeah. white cliffs? Yeah, there's nice fantasy nice. white cliffs. It was very, like, picturesque town. She had fri
was very creative. Wait, Delilah had friends? What? Yeah. <laughs> they were also very, there was a clique. Oh, <laughs> of course God. there was. Of course. <laughs> Could have guessed. And um, then she, you know, stayed there for a while and certain things happened and she kind of lost her way of life a bit and decided to go adventuring because her friend, who was very dear to her, had always wanted to do that, so yeah. So we're going for sort of like an up situation. Yeah, it's sort of like... Slightly less balloons. Yeah. Um, she wants to just travel and go on adventure and see what that old nonsense is about. Aww. So, so yeah. she's on her gap yard. She's on the gap yard. Nice. And she's uh, walking up the, the countryside with her tools oh, yeah. to, to make things. Is she, really, is she really like discovering herself? She is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in this case, I imagine that... Um, you, you want to see the sights, you want to see yeah. the countryside, and like the natural beauty thereof. Yeah. So as part of she that, flowers, so. oh, so you've heard, Aww, that's um, nice. it is. you've heard that the Pennine Trail, which is mm. one of the, the um, actually normally a trade yeah. route, but um, it's actually a, also actually a really picturesque place to actually walk. Oh, well well worth it. Yeah. Um, and you decided, well, might as well walk it. I've got the time. Yeah. Um, Delilah walking, not mm. getting a carriage. Well, you know, she she's like, I could take a horse, but also, it's a beautiful day, I'm going to stroll. She decides to walk. <laughs> we don't know her yet, Emily. We can't she... rip on her already. I'm sorry, I just really, I can't help it. I know, it's, it's, it's been, every it's chance been, I get. It's, it's been just, real difficult, I know, but okay, we can back, do this. I'll hold back, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so, you, yeah, you yeah. find yourself in Renwick. It's, you, I imagine you're used to somewhat the, high, the, the well, nicer things in life. She definitely is. Um, and I was gonna ask, literally, are there like stalls selling jewelry? Is it that sort of party? It's like, are there sort of, like trade stuff kind there's, of handmade jewelry? Oh yeah, there's trade stuff. Like you're not gonna be finding your Fabergé eggs or oh, your yeah. <laughs> like your Swarovski diamonds, but there's, I'd say, pretty-ish trinkets. Maybe a bit of gold, some silver, couple of not not like diamonds, but some nice um, precious rocks or stones. Well, I want to establish where she's wearing her nicest clothes. Um, it's a very nice dress. Um, she's gonna, I guess, have a browse. What's like, what sort of music is playing? Um, at the moment, it's. I, I think, especially after the anarchy that was Gashford's, <laughs> um, the band slowed it's it down. Scary. It's nice, kind of calm, relaxing, yeah. f- uh, like vocal folk music. So it's chill. She's like used to dancing, so she might go for a dance. Oh, okay. See if anyone wants to dance for her. I guess. Um, I would like a perception check then. Oh my gosh, my first roll. I hope it's not as bad as yours. <laughs> Fifteen plus two, so seventeen. So what do your elven's eyes see? You want me to choose? Oh no. <laughs> what do my elven eyes I see? see? Ooh. Um, so you have a look. You see, um, you you, you did spy a um sweetish looking human, but he ended up wandering off with a really large dragonborn male. So you thought. He might not be. Aww. He might not be quite the same. <laughs> um, that boy looks sweet. Yeah. But you do see, um, sort of yet again, picking up, just relaxing on the floor by the side of the grandstand is a fairly young. What you imagine is a fairly young, but being half elves, it's somewhat difficult to tell. But yeah, yeah. fairly young male half elf, just um, relaxing and enjoying himself. Cool. Does he look noble? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, what's he wearing? Does he look not poor, basically? He, yeah. yeah. You, you, he's, we're not talking like. Okay, she goes over to him. Hello. Well, howdy there. <laughs> She's instantly <laughs> She flicks her hair a little bit. 
Um, how are you doing today? Ah, chipper and dandy, and you? Um, excellent myself, yes. Um, so what brings you to these parts? Well, I own one of the farms down the road. Lovely. <laughs> um, excuse me for a moment. <laughs> She's going to go get a drink. <laughs> um, is there red wine at this party? Um, so yeah, you turn away. <laughs> I'm poor. Our felt looks somewhat dejected. But you get the use of the mansion. He's somewhat used to it. not going to go anywhere yeah. anyway. Um, you look around. Oh, you're so classist. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you, you have a look around and you see, um, basically down the entire um, south wall, there are just booers. They're like just various others. You see the main one is what you imagine to be the local tavern, the um, the Ragged Stag. And they've got like casks of ale and what you imagine is a couple of casks of wine to one side. Um, she is going to go to the bar. She rests her, her staff um, just so, you know, um, Delilah's got her arcane focus because she is a warlock. Um, is kind of attached to the end of her walking stick, so it's like it's very put together. Would you say, Jim? Janky to say yeah. the least. It looks like if Blue Peter made a magic wand. Yeah, a little bit. It's just it's clearly just like very obviously a walking stick that someone's just shoved an arcane focus on the end of. Um, like she tried to get it as nicely done as possible, but. Uh, it's hard to work. With, I imagine it's hard to work with arcane. Oh focuses, yeah, like so. to to. I imagine in like the world to actually modify an arcane focus is a high level magic skill. Yeah. Or like glue tape and you hope for the best. Yeah, that's a little bit of what it is. <laughs> Maybe you'll get improved later, but she's keeping that down walking stick. It it's it's very sentimental to her. So um, <laughs> you, you, you get to the um the main area of the bar and a very gruff looking. Um, female dwarf creature. It's like, what do you want? Um, please may I have a glass of your finest red wine? <laughs> she turns to you. See her turn to some of the other patrons on the bar, and they all have a bit of a laugh. Finest red wine. <laughs> you think this place is? Well, okay then. I'll just have whatever you have. I, I suppose. <laughs> oh, she's not gonna like Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she go. You see her go. Um. To one of the, the, the many casks <laughs> and um, pulls, the, pulls the cork out, unscrews it, and like glugs like a pitcher of oh, more like a tankard of red wine. If you're drinking wine, drink properly, you know, like yeah, from the tankard's bottle. only way to go. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Um, That'll be a goal. She scores a little glass, so it's fine. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we know, okay? We get it. She's rich. You see, you look at it, it's slightly ropey looking. Oh, it, it's God. not exactly the finest Chateau Neuf. Let's put it that way. Oh, Jesus. She's look like the look on her face when um she passes it back to her is probably just like Oh my god, like she's never been so insulted in her life. <laughs> I mean she clearly has, but she, she takes very she's very melodramatic. Okay, it's just she, she takes up the goblet and she's gonna take a take a sick. Sick a sip. <laughs> Okay, I think we know where this is going, so constitution oh, God, saving throw no, with no, no, disadvantage, no, no, no. because this oh, looks like... Oh, okay. Uh, 14 for the first roll. And 15. Oh no, that wasn't too bad! <laughs> for the second. Okay, with a 14, uh, you keep it down. Okay. Just. Mm. The, there is the, the very <clears throat> obvious... <clears throat> you... you... You're there. Cheeks swell a bit where you look like you're trying to hold back the sick. You take a bit of a pallid green complexion. It's like, 
you've not really tasted this is like this makes prison wine look like a very nice wine <gasps> they have prison wine you know, oh, yeah toilet wine in prisons yeah yeah like yeah imagine t- prison toilet wine this is about on par with that <clears throat> Well, um, that was disgusting. Um, I don't know where you're getting your supplies from, but that tastes like sewage water, so I would maybe look somewhere else. (laughs) That's a family recipe passed down for four generations. Well, um, I I guess your family have very interesting taste buds then. She and you see, she and most of the patrons around the bar just give you a scowl. Oh uh, no! The, the sort of scowl that's please bugger off before something happens. Okay, she's gonna kind of like she's gonna pick up the heart. Does she even want to drink the rest of it? Okay, she's gonna take the, the drink with her and she kind of raises it. She's like, "Thank you, anyway." But she she doesn't look very grateful. <laughs> and with that, I imagine <laughs> you kind of scutter off into yeah. the. Uh, can I roll a charisma to see if anyone comes over to talk to her? I think at this point, like, no charisma check can save you. <laughs> <laughs> you're basically just alienated oh, everyone God. in this can morning. Can you say that? You're also saying you're wearing your finest, finest aristocracy dress <laughs> to, to a village. What is a glorified village face? She doesn't have any other clothes. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> There wasn't much choice, guys. How is she going to go hiking in heels? They're, like, sturdy. And you get, like, high heels to go with high heels. Oh. So, um, yeah. As as you can imagine, the night goes on. Um, Everyone's having fun. Or in the case of um, Delilah is feeling massively shunned in such a social situation. Um, Basically, so, early evening. What should be a fairly relaxed night of drinking and partying suddenly goes wrong. Hi there guys, this is Jasmine and I'm here with Jim. Hey up. And we hope you're enjoying the adventure so far. We just wanted to say a few quick things. Firstly, we know in the first episode we didn't explain the rules, kind of just assuming that you all know how D&D works. And we're going to keep working off that assumption. But if there's anything you're confused about or anything that we've missed, please, uh, you can contact us with any questions that you have. We'll get to all our social media media handles later. Uh, Second one is a couple of apologies for the audio of this episode. This is the first time I've really played around with my giant, terrifying mixing desk. So the audio levels might be a bit iffy for a character or two, especially as it turns out that Ella forgot to turn their microphone on. (laughs) And so her audio might be a bit squiffy to say the least. Also, I learned the hard way that you don't sit on a beanbag while recording a podcast. (laughs) Because you might in the second half hear the occasional (laughs) sound of me attempting to get comfortable on it. Working through it. (laughs) So after we've apologised, on to um, the next bit. Happy a bit. Oh yeah. So a couple of thanks to you first. Um, well, for you guys, thanks for listening. We couldn't do this without you. And thanks to my playable characters, not my players, because without them, it would just be me napping around a microphone for an hour. Yeah, it does really feel like this has been coming from... We've been working towards this for a very long time, so it feels... We're very thankful for all the people who are kind of sticking with us and enjoying it as much as we are. I would also like to give a big thanks to Jim. We have just 
we've just finished recording the second episode and you don't understand how excited we all are for this amazing world that Jim has created for us. Like, honestly, there's so many opportunities and I'm so thankful constantly to have a DM as awesome as him. Um, one thing many people probably won't know is uh, that our very own Emily has done a lot of artwork for the Misadventurers. So Emily has drawn art of all of our characters and some back characters and it's uh, honestly amazing and my terrifying giant floating face (laughs) and a giant floating gym face it's amazing um if you'd like to check out any more of emily's other art you can go to riverjart.tumblr.com that's riverjjayart.tumblr.com or if you want to see well any more of our other artwork or ask us any questions or just basically keep up with what we're doing you can find us on facebook the misadventurers podcast on twitter as the ms adventurers and tumblr and instagram both as the misadventurers podcast all one word and if you want to get in touch with us we're in a bit of a longer form than twitter or facebook try emailing us at the misadventurers podcast at gmail.com and Lastly, you know, we're all very new to this. We don't pay to advertise or anything like that. We we go solely off word of mouth alone. So um, please, if you think anyone would enjoy this, share it with them. And yeah, we hope you enjoy the rest of the, the misadventure. And now with that, back to the misadventurers. and yelling from the east entrance from the of the castle and suddenly you see a it's like a flaming torch lobbed in towards, towards the stage Bam. uh actually the imagine the bar yeah you uh, you turn around to see a group of maybe 20 bandits oh, a pack of dogs led by a very angry halfling oh no oh no, oh, no. Well, you know, if it turned out to be a bad guy, I'm glad I punched him. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where is everyone? So, um, it's, it's still, like, it's died down a bit during the day, but there's still a fair few revelers, and now there is, not so much revelers, there's a bit of a panicked mass. So, wait, sorry, which side was the fighting? So, the fighting was in the, like, the north, northern quarter, uh, and they've come in from the east. I definitely didn't just go like never eat shredded wheat. Cool. Okay, that's cool. Cool. So you, I imagine you, you see basically flaming torch. Yeah. Pile of people through a rabble. Oh, <laughs> I'm assuming me and all the people who were just previously fighting have got our weapons out <clears> and are like gun ho ready to go. Oh yeah. Where's that halfling? Oh, no, halfling. Oh, <laughs> I am the halfling. You're the halfling. <laughs> So yeah, um, well, the hell's that tiefling that just pushed me over earlier? That's that's so strange. Do you guys hear that? I think I hear something, but like, I don't, I don't see where it's coming from. Do you guys hear that? Wow. <laughs> so, so they're I'm assuming like, all the other guys I'm with are laughing. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. And you can oh, see like everyone's kind of hands to the ears, like the, the regular um, the, the almost the villagers um, like the locals and the traders are a bit. Meh. But there's just this line of bar- like, uh, fighters, barbarians at the back, just pissing themselves, oh laughing. It's like, yeah, this is not a threat. Oh, 
Tommy looks over and he's like, holy shit, are they throwing torches at us? This is supposed to be a, a, a festival for um, the summer solstice. I thought this was a peaceful thing. What's going on, Greybeard? <laughs> I don't know. This doesn't really happen around here. I think everyone's had maybe one too many. I mean, you will need both. Yeah. <laughs> So is the halfling coming to make? Oh yeah, you see, like the halfling, his like troop of maybe like twenty compatriots, mm-hmm. all like various races, sizes, wielding every known weapon under the sun. Obviously, mm-hmm. small pack of dogs, and yeah, everyone looks a bit pissed. My God, like wow, this guy obviously went back and was like, this, 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 this stupid punch me, <laughs> and they were like, what? <laughs> yeah, I did. How, right, okay, let's get, let's go game, okay? Okay, we'll go, 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 we'll you're still like twice his height. Yeah, um, yeah. He's gonna roll. It's like you, you, me, the ring, now. Bring it on, dude. Um, are we rolling initiative or going straight? We in? are going to, yeah, we're roll initiative. Everyone? Or? No, no, it's just guests. Mm. But I need sandals on the bottom. Are, they gonna, are you gonna fight in the ring? I mean, there's not really like a physical ring. Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> all, like, the, all, oh, all the bodies and other people like, on my side are just gonna make. Oh, yeah. Lord Engleton just said. Okay, so 16, 16 plus 10. Yeah, 16 to attack. Uh, yep, that hits. Oh no. So I get my pencil out to put down damage. Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. Oh no, that's 7 damage. 7 damage. Oh, yeah, I'm still good. So um, basically what happens is the halfling, you and the halfling kind of proverbially buff horns. Mm-hmm. He basically slides behind you and it's just a um, dagger into the kidney. Oh, rude. For 7 damage. Okay, well, I'm gonna now use my reckless attack. Uh, so that means I get an advantage on melee weapon attacks, which uh, I'm guessing is Hornrietta. And I'm just gonna swing Hornrietta at him, at his face, hoping oh. that the horn, like, catches him in the face. Hmm. So. Oh, I oh. critted. Oh, oh. 20. <laughs> 20. Advantage. Gashburn's, as you can imagine, is pissed. Yeah. yeah. And it shows. Uh huh, uh huh. So, right. Oh, D8. There we go. So, 2D8 plus 3. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, just confirm that. That's an 8. That's an 8. Uh, so, so, that's going to be 16. No, no, what, no, 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 it's, I roll again. So, no, 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 it's. 1D8 um, plus 3. Two? Yeah, basically, oh, it's double. double. Yeah. So, okay. we'll just do, we'll double the first roll. Holy shit, this guy's still so twenty two. That's twenty two damage. Yeah. Twenty two damage. Is he dead? You <laughs> just yeah, you you swing this thing like a golf club. <laughs> the horn literally catches under his chin, oh, drags no. him up and flings him into the bar. Oh god. <laughs> the bar? Into the bar. He, Holy um, shit! 
He, you see him slide down the bar. You see him because you've hit him in an angle. He slides down the bar of it, spilling a couple of pints. One straight onto um, poor defenseless um, Samuel. You see a splash of what red wine soar through the air, <laughs> landing straight onto the dress oh. of Delilah. Oh. Um, I just like bring my flail back and just wipe the blood off on my trousers. The fighters piss themselves laughing. <laughs> the bandits don't. From what was a small amount of hell breaks loose, all hell breaks loose. Oh Everyone rolls another round of initiative. Oh boy! Oh, I got thirteen. Oh wait, fourteen with the plus one. I'm thirteen. Oh well, I got three. With your modifier. Yeah, it's a two plus one, so yeah. So okay. Basically, yeah. Go around the room. What is your initiative? Fourteen. We've got fourteen, thirteen, and three. Okay. Um, Oh shit! You can see. um, So the fighters, the bandits, break off into what you imagine are small groups. You, you three, have somehow managed to get rounded up together, surrounded by um, a group of six fighters, four of them with dogs. So you're now back to back. Surrounded by animals and humans who are acting somewhat like animals. How far oh. away from us? Like five feet? So, yeah. <laughs> so, in initiative, after her magnificent uh, <laughs> double whammy against this poor um, parthling twice, second one we think killing him. <laughs> Sorry, oh this guy God. just did like. Yeah. He needs to learn to pick his battles. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Gash- so, yeah, Gashburz goes first. Okay. So. Um, I mean, I'm just going to go for Hornrietta again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's four dogs, six fighters. Well, we don't want to kill the dogs, but they present the most imminent threat. Mm. So I'm going to go for a dog. <laughs> oh, my God. They're not, for this one. If it makes you feel like they're not cute dogs. They're oh, big, snarling. All dogs are cute dogs, Jim. Yeah. They're all good dogs, Why do you friends? have to pit to get dogs? <laughs> there's no such thing as a bad dog, just a bad owner. These, yeah, these are bad owners. You definitely have bad owners. This situation. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for go for one of the dogs. Rip. Okay. Um, with Cornrietta again. Uh, so that is a twenty-one. That, that hits. Oh, I got plus five with Cornrietta. That definitely hits. <laughs> so this dog is gonna take. Damage. With so with that one swing, you you bring in Henrietta sort of overarm. Yeah. Twat the poor dog right in the square of the skull with the um the horn, and you hear an almighty crack. And Doggo one I'm, is I, the, all the entire time. Going, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it just slumps lifelessly to the floor. What the hell? Oh, I'm sorry. Would you rather it bit you? Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't just kill a dog. Thank you, at least someone sorted things. No. Uh, and with that... Um, Why are they attacking me? I've done nothing wrong but drink. <laughs> My God, I've just made us the mainland. What the hell is this? Pull yourself together, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that it is still let us go. I, I think she's just going to attack as well. Does she have any wine left in her glass? Um, You have kind of maybe like okay. half a glass of red... Oh, half a tankard of red okay. left. Excellent. And... Can I, as a bonus action, can I throw it at someone? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, as a bonus action, I want to throw the glass of red wine at 
one of the um there are bandits, right? Yeah. Bandits are there? So there's six bandits and now only three dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go for one of the bandits. Can we get so can I get a yeah. dexterity throw? Yes, you can. Crit fail. Crit fail. Oh, nice. You um, yeah, you, you go to bring the glass back. Unfortunately, not realizing you're holding it in such a way that it just splashes all over the front of your dress. Well, <laughs> you're now, I imagine, not in the best of moods. Because red no. wine doesn't really come out. This is my best. This is my best dress. What is this day? And then she um, casts fireball at the, the guy. Ooh, just hit. So I'm guessing. Attack, yeah, so. Well, it's 13 plus dex, right? Yeah. It's rain spell, that's. Yeah, 14. So yeah, that hits. On a hit, the target takes 1d10 fire damage. Oh, okay. Four. Four, okay. So yeah, you, um. Launch a fireball straight into the face of a what now irate and eyebrowless half orc. Yay! I was trying to because it, it sets flammable stuff on, on fire, uh, so I was like, oh, I was trying to, yeah. but yeah, she just failed. I think like that, yeah. so that's great. <laughs> she tried. She did it's try. Effort that counts. And now it's the go of. It's now the go of the bandits. Oh God. Um, the now rather irate half orc. Wasn't massively keen on getting a fireball to his face. He was quite proud of those eyebrows. Oh. So he comes at you with a scimitar. Um, that is a 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. So he hits you for 1d6 plus 1. So he hits you in the with the scimitar for 4 damage. Bandit 2. What are you doing? <laughs> Number 2, the dwarf, of, um, a battleaxe wielding dwarf. Crit fails. <laughs> and he hits himself in the foot. Oh, she oh yeah, himself? that's one of the rules I'm bringing in. Anyone crit fails, they attack themselves. <laughs> Excellent. Nice. <laughs> that's good. I like that. You know, it's it's how we used to play. It always made us laugh. I'm glad I used my crit fail on a Constitution check for getting drunk. <laughs> so now the flat for a dwarf hits himself for five damage. Number three um, lunges towards Gashbers for with a sixteen. Uh, uh, that hits. Um, wielding his scimitar, he goes straight, attempts to go straight to the gut, and does two damage. So he lunges with the scimitar and only really catches it like a glancing blow against you and just nicks your stomach, basically. Number four, realising that a certain soft boy is yet to um, get into the fray. No, leave him alone! Figuring it might be a slightly easier target than the fire-wielding half, um, or the fire-wielding elf or the, um... Absolute goddamn terrifying um, tiefling. Rolls a. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Are you kidding me? Rolls oh, a natural like... 20. Excellent. Right. Actually, um, that's a point. Is he wearing his armor right now? Because he's just at a, you know, party? Do you want to be wearing your armor? I do. Yeah. <laughs> what, we'll, what we'll do, unless we actively say, oh, I've taken it off, we'll assume yeah. you have it off. Okay, well, he's, yeah, well, you know what? In this case, it does not matter. Wielding his, um, he, he, wielding his great sword, he comes in for like a jumping slash straight across your chest for, which is fortunately three damage. He okay. rolled, he rolled a one. So it's. One times two is two plus one is oh, three. Well, that's not. With bad. the most disappointing roll I've done all night. It was hard though. It, it stunned. Number five. Who feels that? 
Was that number four? That was number four. Remember that more. number because I'm going to remember number four. <laughs> number, right number five um, launches at you with a rapier and rolls. Me? Oh, seeing, Samuel? Yeah. Seeing as you were such an easy target for the last guy and rolls a lowly 11. <laughs> 11? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 18. Try again, bitch. He lunges. <laughs> it just deflects off your armour and he goes like barreling past you. Yeah, I should think so. And number six goes against Gashbur with a 15. Oh, just hit. Oh, matching flail with flail, he swings his evidently slightly less interesting looking generic <laughs> run of the mill storeboard flail at Gashbur's for. There's no sentimental value. Four damage. So that's our bandits. Next up is dogs. Oh the God. three dogs. The, the first dog lunges towards Samuel. Like, you, you look at it, it's... Okay, can I, as a reaction, can Samuel please do some animal handling? <laughs> Since you've asked so nicely, I'm going to allow an animal handling check. Bearing in mind we're in combat, so this is going to be a disadvantage. Okay. First one's at 12 plus 6, so that's 18. The second one is... <laughs> A uh, five plus six is uh, eleven. No. Oh no. What you, you, you see lunging towards you is a rabid mastiff. Okay. He lunges for your jugular. Oh god. Like, That's not very friendly. With a. Not friendly dog. With a sixteen. It doesn't hit. Try again. It lunges. You um. What's your weapon? Over the spoon. I don't want to hit it bad, but I have a mace and I have a quarterstaff. I'm going to say, just you don't want to hit it. You 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 just literally wrap it on the snout of the nose with a yeah, spoon. And absolutely. And like backs off of it. Uh, the second one goes for Gashbers, which is a 17. That hits. Uh, for five piercing damage. So you, um, dog three. It's going to go for me. No, no. me like it's also going to go for me. No, no. We'll, we'll, we'll share. Everyone sharing and caring. Dog number three. Weirdly enough, a spaniel. Like, <laughs> the real angry spaniel. Really angry, yappy spaniel. Um, jumps up, or not so much jumps up, but runs over and attempts to grab um, Delilah by the boot. Yeah. Okay. By boots? my red boots. By your red boots. Not the red boots. They're fancy. They've got nice laces. And she rolls, oh, the, uh, the, the spaniel rolls a 13. That doesn't hit. Just. Oh wow, it doesn't hit Delilah. Yeah, because I've She's got... She's so squishy. I've got an invocation, which is Armour of the Shadows. Oh, so, have you cast um, that? Yeah, so... Armour of the Shadows. It's always on. Okay. Every eight hours, she redoes it. What does that make your AC? 14. 14? So unfortunately, her rugged, well-built... Boot. Boot They're is... very well-crafted, <laughs> I'll have you know. No, the dog is no match for it, and it it bites down, but you feel mount. And with that, time for soft boy. Okay, so he he's gonna cast calm emotions, which means all humanoids in a twenty foot radius sphere make a charisma saving throw, um, and if they fail, the creature becomes indifferent about creatures it was hostile toward. Oh. Which means both uh, Geshbers and Delilah would also have to roll against. Okay, so I will roll our fighters first. So what's, yeah, shit, uh, what's the, <laughs> the DC save? Oh, oh no, it's 8 plus my proficiency bonus, which is 2, plus my spellcasting modifier, which is 4, so that's 14 okay. that I have to beat. It's 7. 1 fails. Oh, bloody hell, I have a great... Um, 2 succeeds. Ah, 
three crit fails. I feel nice. Well, they are so friendly. Three Congratulations. I'm now oh. not going to attack anyone. Wait, 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 wait. Bear in mind, you're in a 20-foot radius sphere. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, everyone yeah. within the sphere is then calm and peaceful, which is exactly what Samuel wants. He's like, there's no Four fails. I have a question. Wait, um, is this um wait, wait. Five does, fails. does Samuel need to roll? No, because you're it's um Excellent. So Samuel's still just as pissed up with four as he was. Six fails! Okay! Is can I ask, is it uh being charmed? Am I being charmed right now? Is that what no. it says? No. It says because I have advantages and saving throws against being charmed and magic can't put you to sleep. No, it's, it's uh, being it's, charmed is its own thing. Yeah, if it holds, it well, says... Well, I'm, I'm not going to fight either, so... It says if failed, target is no longer charmed slash frightened, so, what, so it's what's not happened to You've us? now taken out both of your allies. Yeah. What's happened to us? And so, not all of the fighters. You have, basically... What we now have is hmm. um, five of the six fighters are super chill. They've kind of not don't quite realise or don't really know why they were oh fighting gosh. in the first place and they just want to relax have a pint yes, and you can imagine friends. they're just wandering off strangers are just friends we don't know the names of yet what you do oh have left God. is a um, one dwarf with a crushed foot and okay, fair, fair. three angry dogs what, and what are we doing? So, we're also calm Right. Well, so, we don't. Someone so just wants what, people to get along. What's it like under you... the influence of it? Is it just no? We're oh. really chill now. We've just, okay, just no, no, no. We were hostile. Basically, yeah. Them. All humanoids within a twenty-foot radius sphere makes a charisma saving throw. If failed, the creature becomes indifferent about creatures it was hostile towards. I feel like the main fight is around us though, because they're trying mm. to attack Gaspers. Yeah. So therefore. They're not hostile towards Gaspers that are close to anyone. They're mm. like, you know, this is chill. I can, I can roll. Basically, this. what what happens is Jazz is, is I'm very so angry. Mad. <laughs> I had a really cool thing I was going to say. Okay, so Jasmine, the character, is mad because she doesn't get to go, do a cool thing. Oh no, 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 no! Gaspers, point, the... let me also point out, Gaspers wasn't hostile towards Samuel before. Gaspers is kind of mad as well. She's like, she wants to get mad, but she can't, and she's mad about that. We're now top of the round. Great! The now fighting against each other. It seems the super chill Gaspers now on the the effects of Samuel's magic. What would you like to do now? You're not hostile towards his quest for peace seems to have failed. God damn, what can I'm I sorry. do? I'm, I'm, okay. I'm a fighty gal. No, is there a way for I don't think I can this? do anything. What you could do is, yeah, hold your action and say, look, when yeah. I get attacked again, I want to attack. Uh, yeah, okay, right now I'm not going to do anything, so I'm just going to hold my action for okay. now. Okay. No, no, wait, 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 sorry. Alternative, you, okay. you don't have sorry. a full description. Uh, so you, you can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that is ho- that it is hostile oh, to. There we go. Boom! Oh, thank God. This indifference, <laughs> en- indifference ends if the target's attacked or harmed by a spell or... So, I, yeah, oh, if I got attacked, okay. then I would stop being so, indifferent anyway. Well, but you can, like... Can I wreck on this? Yeah. Yeah, in that case. Go back. Please, please. please. So, the, the only one who's not super chill now is then. the dwarf yeah. with the broken foot. He's. I think he was so concentrated on the fact he's got a broken foot that um, he kind yeah. of didn't notice your spell try okay. to affect him. What? Okay, can I say, while Simon casts the spell, he's like, please, no more hurting of animals, at the very least. Okay, so, <laughs> in this situation, I okay. imagine both Gaspers and Delilah are indifferent towards the dog, but still really hate the dwarf with the broken foot. No, number two and number four, the one that fucked up Samuel, hmm. he, is, he is not good. 
No, Those okay. two. <laughs> so two we're and four, we are against. The other, the others can chill. Number, I think it Blows was number two, two that, like... Oh, no, number two tried to hit you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Gashburz was really looking forward to getting the guy that tried to hit him. I'm sorry. Well, that's <laughs> fine. Okay, well, I'm going to go for number two, then. Okay, so that's our dwarf with the broken foot. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Hornrietta again. <laughs> Eight plus five, that's 13. Just hit. Oh, wow. So, um, so that is five bludgeoning damage. Okay. Oh, so close. Oh. He is bloody, doesn't even begin to describe it. He is just this hobbling mess. So, Delilah? So, I want to hit the fourth one. I'm still mad at him. The to fourth be fair, one hits Samuel. Okay. So I think we've several tried to hit you. I was I was angry at Altham and Gashburz. Uh, why why you spilled wine on my dress? Oh, <laughs> I mean, wait, there's being angry at there's being hostile gonna, yeah. towards. This is the Are you like, hostile towards like, I me? I don't think so. No, no, she's not hostile towards you. Okay. Because we ended up in the circle and then we were fighting yeah. together. Okay. Hmm. I don't know who she wants to fight. Not me, please. <laughs> it's not gonna be you, because you would destroy the ball your yeah, I fucking would. Mm. I get your first kill in. I'm going to get my first kill in, hopefully, if I hit. I might not hit, then this will be really embarrassing. Um, I'm just going to hit this guy over the head. Wait, I'm going to have Number two. damage. Hold on. The dwarf. Let, the bloody dwarf. Let's see if I've got it. Um, okay. I'm going to do a cantrip called Poison Spray. Nice. So Ooh. you extend your hand towards a creature you can see within range and project a buff of noxious gas from your palm. The creature <laughs> oh, must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Okay. Or take your d12 poison damage. Okay. So, I don't think this guy needs a d12. <laughs> I know, but I, I feel like he's more into a constitution saving throw than I am yeah. to hit a ranged spell attack. Yeah, What's so. your spell save, DC? It'll be 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus it's your two. spell casting bonus, That's which I think is a charisma for the warlocks. So it'll be charisma. 10 plus whatever your charisma modifier is. Spell safety is 13. 13. Okay. And he rolls an 11. He's, you, you see him kind Thank of like screaming out in fact, like, <gasps> in pain. D- D12, yeah. So, oh no, so, oh yeah. I wanted to really suck that. Oh my god, you didn't need to do this. Probably he's only he only gets one point of damage. Oh my god. <laughs> is that oh enough? My god. Is that not enough? Delilah. That's enough. Ah, yeah. It was, you, you spray out. What is the most disappointingly small amount of poison that you'll ever <laughs> cast this spell with in your life? Wow, it's kind of like a, sort of like when you're in um, like a, a department store and they spray you with the um, with the perfume. Yeah, oh that's exactly okay. Like. But it's she also says like, that you, know, but the spray, you know, like sometimes you need to spray a couple of times to get a full puff out. Yeah, oh, and like yeah. the first two are a little like a little bit like you know Black you only get like a little bit yeah. like a mm. you get a spray and a bit of dribble. It's enough. It. And now with that, with the singular point of damage, he just clumps onto the ground. Oh my god. You um, have first kill of the game. Well, oh, no, second. I'm not high five. Oh, high five. I've already so, killed two. Yeah. With that, it's Don't the turn of the bandits. <laughs> they have seen one of their allies slain. Oh no. Wait, Does that what? break them out? But they don't care. They just kind of wonder, it's just like, you know, it's that moment of realisation, it's like, what the hell are we doing? We could be at the bar. And they just wander off. You see the, um, one of them turn around and he just lets out a loud whistle from his fingers and the three dogs follow. Yes! (laughs) And you have managed to negotiate your way out of a fight. No, no, we haven't, because number four, we're still hostile. Oh my god. We're hostile towards him. Yeah, he, he's not hostile towards us, but we're hostile towards him. He's, do you want to hit him? He's now wandered 
30 feet away. Okay, no, I won't, I won't bother. So, like, looking around the castle and the square, everything that's left, mm. like, oh, yeah. are there other fighters yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, is, uh, is there anyone else that needs help? Um, like, you, you have a look around, and you see there are, like, there are still fights going along, around, what's going on, but just the sheer amount of fighters that were out, like, you can imagine, they're mostly handle-based. You, you get the feeling from the way everyone behaved, this is not normal. You think it was just, um, like, a... A, a group of maybe thieves or rogues or okay. people you know halfling with an inferiority yeah. complex oh, yeah. <laughs> group of nerdy wells who are probably just, just picking a for a fight big brothers hmm. and they were like who did what to you and now they, they like, did big what hey, uh, hey guys guys should we maybe like leave before they get angry again I, uh... I think we should maybe leave before they get angry again and before I get angry again because I might kill them I mean my um my uh, karma motion spell, it lasts a minute, so I would reckon the sooner oh, we get out of here, the better. <laughs> I am not against that idea. Let's go. So let's remove it. We're just like sneaking out the side. <laughs> what, what are your names? Do you mind me asking? I'm Geshbiz. Geshbiz. Uh, Delilah. Delilah. And Fine. yours? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm Samuel O'Donnell. Uh, pleasure to meet you, Samuel. O'Donnell. Thank you. <laughs> so that was uh, quite the predicament. Best midsummer ever, right? So, where are we headed? I imagine the only place really to wander is back into town. So nice. you you head towards um, Renwick, out, out of the castle, and you can see um, there's a couple of lights, maybe 15 minutes walk in the distance that you imagine is the um, the village of Renwick. Cool. Um, it's you you reaching mid evening now. The the sun's gone down. Wow, I need to go change your dress. Oh, and, um, it's got wine on it. You, you just as you reach um, the village, the heavens open. It's oh, lashing yeah. it down. Can we start running then? Yeah. We're you, running. So, I mean, you, Samuel's running. You have a look around. Most, it seems mostly like the um, most of the places are shut, bar um, a single light in distance, which is the entrance to the um, Haggard Stag. You know, Drinks. One... Shots. I mean, for sure. Why I've not? just had a. I've just had a fight. I need a good drink. I saw you just slaughtering a dog. I need a drink. I'm hanging out with you now. I think you <laughs> might owe that pot boy a drink. <laughs> um, excuse me, you're the one that looks like you could like, afford to buy us drinks. And I'll have you know, I protected you both. I think you both owe me drinks. Mm. I would have handled myself. So you make you make your way into the bar and it's rammed. Well, like yeah. most of the villagers who legged it from the fight within the uh, the castle grounds made their way towards here for the, the, the safety and you know the dryness and the abundance of alcohol you make yeah. your way to the bar and um what i can imagine delilah buys in the round <laughs> they have to persuade her How okay um, actually do you know what if you I, can roll the persuasion i don't okay. need charity i'm 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 gonna turn around to the bar at large <laughs> and say Guys, that dillweed halfling, I fucking knocked that bitch out. Who wants to buy me a drink? You can see, uh, you have a look down the bar and there's a couple of, there's just a small group in the back. They're just pissing themselves, laughing, cheering. You notice it's the band. And oh um, you, you see them, um, you, you see them call the barkeep over. They throw a bit of cash at, like, a few gold at it. And you can see like six pints come the way for you. Six? And for oh, you and your compatriots, uh, one day assuming it, you and your compatriots. I'm guessing that's uh, one for you, one for you, and four for me, right? <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. Have a couple. 
do I, uh, is Greybeard there? He, as far as you can see, isn't. I see. Oh, interesting. Well, wait, did Samuel... he stay for the fight? I think he was he was somewhat involved with the fight yeah. and probably enjoying cool. the aftermath. Cool. On to the drinking! <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> so you have an enjoyable couple of hours in the bar. You, you work your way through your pints, Gashburs more than most. <laughs> and um, a few hours later you hear the last calls bell and people begin to move their way. Oh, fair few people begin to move their way out of the bar. Some people don't. Um, Andy, well, you can, as far as you can tell, they're about to um, lay down for the night in the bar, which seems to be used as somewhat of an impromptu hotel slash the, the, the event. You do notice how, unfortunately, there is no space. This place is crammed to the rest the of it. Well, shit. Do you have a stable? <laughs> <laughs> where where so, are you guys staying? So you um you have a look towards the bar and you see um your favourite bartender oh. is there. <laughs> Obviously oh. notice you in you in your confusion. Oh wait, the uh the the, the, the door. Oh, oh sick. Okay, Samuel yeah. like uh, poses one on me, he's like, Well hello. Um <laughs> <laughs> So you I, I just flirt? I just couldn't help but notice um <laughs> You're quite the look yourself. Um <laughs> Charisma roll. Okay. <laughs> Charming. Alright, that's a four that's a that's a fourteen plus Is this a straight charisma roll? Uh yeah. That's fourteen plus two, so it's sixteen then. Matches a sixteen, I'm afraid. Oh no, yeah. No, the roller does it, doesn't it? Yes, it's yeah, the roller, yeah. does it? Alright, so um I couldn't quite help but notice. Um quite the look yourself. I was just wondering if you have um, <laughs> you know, a, a spare uh three beds for myself and two of my friends. Um, she turns. To get, she looks up to you. Well, I wink at her as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh no no. Samuel's totally of, like. You know when you kind of hide your your face with oh, your yeah. hair a little bit. I mean, Samuel just, completely just budges the Lila behind him, and he's just oh. like elbow over the um bar, and he's just completely like you know raising his eyebrows up and down and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> you know, you know, she, have, do you have a fair a, a spare bed? Very Emily's idea of flirting. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> The um the barmaid turns back to you and goes, Well, for you maybe and does the eyebrows back but Excellent. I I'm afraid for you do no chance. We were booked out months ago. Oh shit, nice. Well, uh, that's fine. I usually sleep outside anyway. Okay. You do turn to the you turn look through the doorway and it is torrential. She kind of looks at you, kinda of like ah like laughing to herself inside that you're gonna be homeless for the night. But turns to you and can see she's heard the stories of you how you um, <laughs> mightily defeated the um, the halfling not once but twice in twice, magnificent yeah. fashion. I mean, uh, she turns to, she tends to go as well. There's no space in town, but uh, I suppose if you just need a roof over your head, there is um, what was the uh, the old church of Shondacol, about ten minute walk. It's somewhat abandoned, but if you literally just need to get out of the rain, it'll do you. Any roof will do. Is that a church, you say? That, well, it was a church. It was a church. Uh, the only thing I do warn you about is some of the rumours that have been passing around lately. And, uh, what might those <laughs> oh, be? that's great. Let's go stay in the haunted castle. Oh, no. Hey, who said Oh, haunted? it's fine. Yeah, uh, sorry, and also, who said you're coming with? Yeah, you didn't get the invite to the church. <laughs> I mean, I've got a roof over my head church. anyways, so... Um, well, If uh, you want to stay in a bed, yes, you do. <laughs> well, it's not, well, haunted per se, it's... Have you guys heard of a cockatrice? Oh. <laughs> I can't say a house, no. Um, a nature check. Uh, what? Right, here we go. 
Yeah, that's a four. So would, it four definitely be a, would it definitely be nature? It's definitely nature. Ha. Definitely not survival. Huh? No. Or history. <laughs> um, I got 14 plus 14. 15. 15. 15. That's just enough. Oh, yay. Yeah. Actually, I know a little bit about what that is. <laughs> then you, you can explain um, what it is. <laughs> so, from the readings you've done in your vast time around books, you've heard tales of the cockatrice. Um, it's a, a beast of legend. <laughs> Sorry, Jim, did you, did you just use cockatrice so that you ha- would have an excuse to say cock? <laughs> When I mean, we're going, obviously. Oh, cock. <laughs> oh, no. Let me do this way. This, like, everything I've said so far is factually accurate to folklore about a cockatrice. That's amazing. Um, a cockatrice. So what is the cockatrice? From, Tell us. From Jim. what you remember, the cockatrice is a, a, a beast of fantasy. It's basically a chicken. A, a chicken. Like, it, uh, it, the, the, the legend goes that the the, the, the cockatrice is um, an egg that's been laid by a cock, so a male hen, yeah. that was um, incubated and hatched by either a snake or a toad. Oh, so like the opposite right of a uh, basilisk. Mm. All right, nice. So, um, from what you know, it's the sort of the body of a chicken, wings of a bat, snaky tail. The legendarily vicious. The the main problem with them is their look can literally turn you to stone. Hmm. Well, um, it's it's a very dangerous uh, being of hers, apparently. Uh, it's folklore, though, right? She's she, she, she yeah. goes to the. Uh, she she's like. Well, yeah. A couple of town drunks have mentioned it, but. Yeah, we don't believe them. Yeah, but w- what if they've been seeing it, then I probably just saw yeah. a fucking chicken. Exactly. Like, like, has anyone actually been turned to stone? Look, well, I'm not going to trust the word of some drunk tales. So well, I think we should just stay there. Run down. Probably the driest place you'll find in town. I mean, I kind of have a bed here, so... <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sure about going to some weird... Um, church. You do realize the bed is with her, right? That was the. Oh. Yeah. The, the, the seductive raising of the eyebrows. Uh, oh, the injuration was. Oh, you had a <laughs> Okay, can we wreck on this? Can you guys tell me in canon? Okay, yeah, I can do that. Alright. Like, well, well, I already have a bed here, so, um. Samuel. Uh, yes, Delilah. Giggling. Catra's <laughs> kind of giggling. You, uh, you are aware that when she was referring to her sharing a bed or giving you a bed, it was her own sexually. Um, yeah. Um, come on. Oh, I, I um, think you should probably come on. Um, <laughs> so I, I think you should uh, 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 Tell own. us all about it tomorrow. Is she not noticing this reaction? Um, <laughs> she's, uh, you can imagine she's kind of just busying herself, washing a couple of glasses while you have a bit of a nap to yourselves. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh dear. I think we should hey, Samuel, you maybe want to leave. Do you want to leave before she notices? I, thank you. I have to go now. <laughs> Samuel just fucking legs out all that. Right then. Thank you, Let's bye. I'm with that. What is that boy doing? <laughs> oh my god, he's like 12. Oh. Shall we follow? I'm 19, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> You're outside, you can't hear me. Yeah, we 
And with that, you um, make your way towards uh, the church of Shondacol. The the church of Shondacol. 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 Shondacol.